Welcome to the Blue Collar Nation podcast, the podcast dedicated to making the lives of blue collar business owners better. Before we start the show, may we ask you for a quick favor. Eric and Larry work very hard at delivering the best free content possible. Please help them out by going to iTunes and subscribing, and please leave them a five-star review. Also, feel free to share the podcast with your friends and peers. Now, on to the show. Hey, everyone. Eric with the Blue Collar Nation podcast, and we are doing a special edition series on the Experience Trade Show that's going to come up September 8, 9, and 10 in Las Vegas. And the Experience Trade Show is for the cleaning and restoration industry, which Larry and I have been a part of for a very long time. So, you know, we wanted to give back to the industry that had given us so much. So this show's amazing. We went as, as you know, just a, people walking around for years and years, and now we're speaking and we're doing all kinds of cool things. So we thought we'd do kind of mini podcast over the next few weeks, just highlighting some of the cool people that will be speaking at the event, that will be vendors at the event, and just give a people a little bit of an idea of what's going to go on this show. So hope you guys enjoy. Get some really cool guests on for the next few weeks for 15, 20 minute podcasts. And we hope to see you at the experience in Las Vegas. Well, hello, everybody. This is Larry from the Blue Collar Nation podcast. And I'm here with my entrepreneurial business partner, the tech whisperer, Mr. Sprague. What's happening, Eric? How are you today? I am good. And yes, I am entrepreneurial, as are you. Sometimes for good, sometimes not so much. (laughs) Sometimes it works out real well, and sometimes it doesn't (laughs) work out so well at all. (laughs) But we make it happen. But we bring some killer guests on the show, and we have a killer guest today. I'm going to do my best to make sure you pronounce his name correctly. Chris Reznoski. Yeah, we got it right on. Vice president of RIA Restoration Industry Association and also vice president of his company at N-Circle. And Chris. No, hey, 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 no, no, not vice president of RIA. No? No. Oh. Well, it said on your bio somewhere on the internet. Did the internet lie? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Maybe. It okay. would be a cool position to have, but no, 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 just just of encircle. Okay. Well, he is still in charge of a lot of stuff and a really smart guy. <laughs> and he's speaking at the experience. Oh, Larry, now that Chris is vice president of RIA, we're out. <laughs> yeah, do we need him? <laughs> no, he's speaking at the experience. That's the most important thing we have going on here. I know, of course. <laughs> and the experience is September 8th, 9th, and 10th in Las Vegas at Paris. And we're going to bet on red. That's going to be a killer presentation by Chris. And we're betting on black for you, Eric. So one of us will win either way. <laughs> so it's going to be a great time. How are you today, Chris? Doing well. Doing well. Wonderful. Yeah, we're no, glad things, have been good. You... things have been great. Very, very, very good. 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 So what are you going to be speaking out about at the experience? That's what we brought you on here because we really want to promote what's going on there that you're going to present because we're very excited and we want yeah, our listeners you know, to know so they can go to your presentation. Yeah, we, we, we've got to talk. It was a, we did a profitability masterclass earlier this year, and, and it, it's, it's something I used to teach when I was a consultant. So, so the talk is the profitability war, simple ways to win uh, battles that will erode your profits. And essentially, it's you guys would be speaking about it all the time as well, but it's, it's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of owners miss 
you know, you're looking for the big, the big win, the shiny objects that's going to deliver profit, but there's a whole bunch of small stuff that you can do. And that internally, it's usually where you're losing your money, right? You, you make and lose your money in the field. There's a whole bunch of things that go into planning to win that. And, and internally you have a ton of battles externally, you have a ton of battles and almost all of them are over profit and either making it or losing it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through and highlight how to win that war or, or try winning that war and how to increase your profitability in your business and some, some real simple ways you can do it. And there's some a little bit more complex ways that you can look at the game. Yeah. Well, Chris, can you, can you tell everybody what Encircle is for the people that don't know? Um, I think just having like a basic concept of what you do will, will lead more to understanding what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so Encircle's the, basically the all-in-one field documentation system. So we don't play in the, in, in the back office game. We, that's not where we focus on. We focus on the technicians and the people, like basically everything outside of the office that you're running in the field uh, from water damage contents, scoping, and then all that information and, and, and where a circle focuses is collecting that information with really easy to use tactile tools, things that flood techs can do, things that um, you know carpenters can use. All of those tools help gather the information so that you can run your back office really well. And, and you guys run, run restoration company. You know, if you know what's happening in the field, you'll make better decisions. You'll have better control. And I think every restorer has said, you know, the best days were when, when I was in the truck with the guys and we could just go do the job, but you couldn't grow, you couldn't scale. Right. So the best days are, are, are when you're running your business and, and you actually feel like you're in control, but then you scale up because that's when you're making real money. So we're gonna, the we're best gonna days, Chris, are when they're running your business and you're somewhere else and you just check the bank account. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and, and part of that, though, is, is as an owner, you're always going to be slammed with something out of left yeah, field. That's so, true. so are you able to, to understand that information? But you know what? You might not be the one. It's Can the project manager run it uh, right. a lot easier? Can, can your admin assistant gather the information to update and adjust? All of that is what drives people nuts and wears them down. It wears your teams down. The time and time again. So we connect that so that your back office systems run really easy. And, you know, if you're using a, a program like a PSA, it, it basically ramps up the efficiency of a program like that. And, and yeah. it makes that program be able to do what it's supposed to do. And so, yeah, that, that's some of the feet. Some of the features that I really like when I look at it are that you have like checklists that they have to, you know, do this checklist to make sure that they're getting everything. Cause you know, when you're not using something like that, you get shoddy paperwork and you don't know if the guy really did it or, you know, and then also that there's some, some education that a tech could go to their phone and find out some information on maybe how to do something. Cause you and I were talking the other day on the phone. It's like, how many times in our industry do you just get completely slammed and you're sending out a guy that just doesn't have as much experience as you really wish he had or she had. And to have some resources for them out there instead of having to pick up the phone every three minutes to call the boss. I mean, that's, that's yeah, well, game changing. You know, if you look at the old way and, and, and back when we got into the business, the old way was your phone was nonstop ringing with people from the field and, and you were given direction. And that's just, that was a norm. And, and, and today is still the norm for a lot of people, right? And a lot of old school processes are still in place where you're going to be you feel like you're in control when someone's calling you and you're telling them what to do. But the reality is they should have the information to make the decision and, and the workflows to go with it. 
Um, but the other one is like paperwork, just getting your paperwork in so that you can get paid faster, getting your paperwork in so that you can put out a problem. Like that drives owners nuts, but it drives your project managers nuts. And, you know, you see a lot of PMs leave a job or a lot of people within an organization leave just to get a fresh start. I'm out of this place because I feel uh, I'm, I'm underwater. If I go to a new place, I, can, I start from zero. That's a, that's a big reason why guys leave. Like they like the organization, but they just feel like they're underwater. So yeah, it sounds it like you have a lot of accountability in the workflow, which is really valuable. I mean, it takes a lot of the headaches out of the way. Yeah. yeah it, the goal is, is empower the people that are, are able to make the decision and, and give them at least some guidance to do that. So. Hey, everyone, just so you know, uh, Larry, myself, and Bruce Deloach, IICRC instructor, are going to be doing a live Blue Collar Nation from a ballroom on day one from 11 to 12. And we're doing this cool thing called the Profits of Profit, which is going to teach people how to crush the local competition, keep employees, build an amazing culture, and just make that profitable business run smoothly. So look us up in the agenda and come see us from 11 to 12 on day one. Oh, that's uh, great. And you know, Plus you scale, right? Yeah, and if you can so keep ahead, those yeah. project managers that you've spent so much time training and getting on board. You know, Larry and I were just talking the other day. I can't remember who with, with whom on a podcast, but I think it was Bruce Deloach that, you know, they say that, you know, for a technician – like a good one, it's about 150% of their yearly salary is what it costs a company to lose that person. But for somebody who's a high level within your organization, like a project manager, it's probably a lot more than that. So, you know, I mean, if let's say that guy's making a hundred, so all of a sudden you've just lost, you know, with opportunity cost and trying to get a new person, 200 grand. I mean, you don't want to do that very often. It probably is more than that. Well, well a, a project manager you're paying a hundred to should be generating the company five, 600 a profit. And if you're not playing the program work, they typically will have those relationships. Exactly. Either they, they have them ironed out or, or they're there. Like it, it can hamper your business really quickly. Yeah. If you lose a, yeah Cause uh, wherever you know, that internal. person goes, they're going to yeah. bring that work with them. Yeah, absolutely. They're it's, dealing it's, with it's, the same adjusters over and over. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. It's heavy relationship based and, and uh, I, you know, if you can stop that stress from happening in their lives as an owner, it becomes a lot easier if you keep your same team too. Yeah. And you switch out your weak players and you bring in strong players, but repeatability, if you look at PMs, you know, a lot of owners will cater to a project manager because they won't follow the system. So everyone does it differently and your entire organization goes sideways because you have no efficiency, no repeatability. It's really hard to manage as an owner. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Well, you can't scale. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't really I was kind of being funny, but I did mean it when if stuff goes wrong, you want to build a business that's scaled to the point where you don't have to jump in all the time that you can be doing something else or at the beach or with your family. I mean, that's why we go into business in the first place. It's the problem is very few people ever reach that point. And that's a shame. I, I think that's unfortunate. And, you know, if you have resources like Encircle to get people so that they can do this, that gets the owner that much closer to, to having a, more freedom. I mean. Yeah. You know, so, so we actually have, we have, we have owners, 
we got we got testimonials from people and it's 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 really cool because i didn't get to live the life of using encircle as a as, a, as an owner uh, when i started to use it I, I then joined the company right after but uh, the owners that, that we or I know that, that are using it, what, what, what's cool is they're on vacation and they're, they're, they're able to see files and just feel confident that they're being handled. And if they're not, they can deal with it and then go back to vacation. Right. That, that's really hard. The worst thing is when you go on vacation, you're still stressed and working too hard while you're supposed to. Be well, the worst part of being on vacation is like what you're saying. I could go to the app look through, feel good about it. Maybe throw a couple texts to project managers saying, Hey, what about this? What about that? The worst vacations and Larry and I have had way too many of these is when that phone keeps coming at you and you're trying to do stuff with your family and that phone, you're like, you're standing at the back of the beach on the phone for two hours. And you're just like, what kind of vacation is this? And your kids are like, dad, why aren't you playing with us in the water? Oh, well, I got a job going sideways, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean you guys lived it that that that's not that's not a fun way to run your life and no. and your kids remember that right remember that time we were at the beach and you were working they remember that so oh, yeah. you know, like, absolutely i got i got a funny one because i lived out of state so i commuted back and forth to california so larry and i would be on the phone on weekends all the time and stuff about jobs and i remember i i accidentally swore in front of my kids when they were kind of younger and i said oh you know sorry they're like, oh, dad, we hear you saying those words all the time when you're on the phone with Larry in the backyard on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, talking about certain jobs. <laughs> yeah. Certain people. Yeah. yeah, certain people. So that was a eye-opening experience. See, if I had had InCircle, they wouldn't have known all those words until much later in life. <laughs> No, I'm afraid you taught him way early on, whether you wanted to or not. Yep. Well, Chris, I know you have, I know you have an unveiling happening on, I believe, day one at the flood house. Do you want to? No, yeah, yeah. We got we got a couple things. So so we've got a new teaser out, but but I can't I can't disclose it to you guys. But if you guys are gonna be at the show, right? Yeah. So yeah. so I'll stop by. I'll, I'll let you guys know after. But we have uh, at one o'clock with Larry on the big stage. We're gonna be doing an unveiling of the new product, and then okay, cool. uh, and then at four, I'm gonna be at the flood house, and I'm actually gonna be hands on demonstrating it, and taking questions from everyone that's there. And then there's actually some other cool stuff. So that's our that's our product launch. And then uh, in behind us, Phoenix is gonna be doing a, a presentation. And then Chuck DeWalt's doing one, and then three of us are actually doing a, a joint presentation at the end. So um, is yeah, that all on day one? All on day one. So Larry's got the big show running uh, early, and uh, and then all throughout the evening, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. I you know haven't been to a show since COVID, so uh, this is my first first run on it. So I'm looking forward to be back. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a yeah. blast. We were in Charleston when they did the first experience earlier in the year, and it was just so nice to be out with people. It was like finally shaking yeah. hands and hugging and wearing masks. But I don't know if they're gonna have masks or not, but still. It's wonderful to see everybody. It was. We were just glad to see people. You know, I mean, it had been a year plus and you cooped up. So, um, okay, well, cool. So, Larry, do you want to want to recap where Chris is going to be and when? Because I don't think I can keep it all straight. And then we'll close this out. Okay, Chris is speaking um, <laughs> Thursday at 8.30 a.m. is what we have scheduled for him. So go see him all about the profitability war. And then he's also going to be at the flood house during the experience during the show at one o'clock on, 
on Wednesday, which is the no, first day. No, it would be 4 o'clock on, on the first day. Wednesday. Wednesday's okay. the first day. Four o'clock. Yeah. You're not unveiling at one? Unveiling at one on the main stage. Okay. Day one. Stage. Day yeah. one. Day one main street stage and four o'clock presentation also at the flood house, which we're probably going to play with whatever you're unveiling, which we're looking forward to, yeah. which many people will get a kick out of. So we're looking forward to that. And we're looking forward to seeing you. And we'll stop in at your presentation too. The profitability war it sounds wonderful. It's going to help everybody that can go. Yep. And um, you know, try not to erode your profits. Worst, the worst thing you can do. That's, that's, that's the, the trick. Yeah. All right. Well, Chris, thanks you. Thank you for coming on. We look forward to seeing you again in person at the show. And everybody, go see Chris when they get there. Yeah. Great. First round on me, boys. Not to all the viewers, just to you two. So it cost <laughs> okay. me a lot if I had to open the tab. Uh, uh, right. You're trouble. A lot of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, care, that's Chris. We'll see all you, right. man. Thanks, man. Bye. Have a good one. See you there. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.